0: Hello and welcome to The 100 Podcast. Seth and Charlie here with you, hope you're well. Today we're continuing our series looking at every single men's and women's side in The 100 ahead of the 2023 tournament. Today we're turning our attention to the Trent Rockets women. Charlie, the Trent Rockets have always had stars, that's been their big thing, the Siver Brunts, you know, the Alana Kings, you always get these big names, overseas names, and then you kind of worry a little bit about the domestic depth. This year... I think, I think we both think they've used the draft, but specifically, I think the free agent period very well, and not to spoil anything, I think it's a much more balanced team in 2023.
1: I would agree. They've kept the majority of their stars from the previous two seasons in the 100. They lost a couple, yes, but they've got the majority of them back. But what's more important for me is that their domestic strength in depth looks considerably better. There is talent across that starting 11 and even on the bench. I think this team on paper looks a real handful. And I think you start, really, with a top order, and there's lots of strengths to the
0: side, but top order, Bryony Smith, and um, Bolson, really handy off spin, but has been a consistent run score over the last couple of years. Really good now on the domestic circuit. Probably opening the batting with Lizelle Lee. We'd imagine we know what Lizelle Lee brings. And then you go Nat Siverbrunt, Harlem pre And they've got depth beyond that. We'll get to that in a minute. But that top four, Charlie, just bags of experience, I think is the thing I take away from this. Obviously, explosive run scorers, but... All of those, you know, Lee, Brunts, Harman Precourt, all won games
1: at the international level. That that level of experience at the top order I think is going to be crucial. 100% 100% Nat Silverbrun of, of course returns as captain this year she is a fantastic cricketer we all know what she can do Harmanpreet Kaur and Lizelle Lee are both very exciting overseas signings as well obviously Lizelle Lee has played for the originals before she knows this competition but more more importantly she just knows how to score a lot of runs in this format of the game she's done it for so many years now She is vastly experienced and Harmanpreet Kaur of course what a player she is but Bryony Smith to me really stands out here despite the big names elsewhere in this top order she's a really Really quality player. She's been quite unsung, I think, for the Trent Rockets over the last couple of years at the top of the order. Had a couple of good scores to well for England A recently against Australia A. I feel like this could be a real breakthrough season for her. She's just bubbling under that kind of top tier England player level at the moment, just kind of under that radar. But I feel like she's got a really good platform here alongside these big gun names to really step out and put some big runs on the board. I feel like this year could be a big one for her.
0: Yeah, and you you love the combination at the top, I think, Smith and Lee. holland Poor is class, and I don't think it should be understated how good she is. Uh, Nat Silverbrun is a, a fantastic cricketer. I, I do think Ben Stokes is going to be remembered for a number of things. A fantastic cricketer. He'll always be remembered for Headingley and the World Cup final. I think that's what he'll be remembered for. And the reason he'll be remembered for those is because he ended up winning the games. that's of a has played two all-time innings in the ODI World Cup final down in Australia and also in the second ODI recently against Australia. Two genuine all-time innings where the luck didn't quite go away. She couldn't quite get over the line but and you think she might be thought of very very differently if these two games if those two games had gone the other way just a a fantastic cricketer and I I do think having those match winners is going to be absolutely crucial and and I think that experience will pay dividends then we move down the order Charlie and we've been saying for a while the Trent Rockets maybe lack that depth beyond the stars you look down this middle order, Fran Wilson, Naomi Siver Siverbrunt, Alexa Stonehouse, Alana King, bat. We know what Catherine Siverbrunt can bring, but you know the the domestic players there, maybe the unsung ones, actually are in really good form right now.
1: They are. I was very keen to point this out, actually. Fran Wilson is the leading run scorer for Western Storm this year. Grant did in the Rotor Hero Flint Trophy. We're talking about different format. However, she's been striking at 94, averaging 48. That's 305 runs she scored this competition. Maybe if, you'd, maybe if we were having this conversation a couple of years ago, her form maybe wasn't what it is now. I'd be perhaps concerned that they were falling into the same trap as last year, but given the way she's playing right now, right back at the top of her game, I'm not so concerned at all. I think it's a really, really solid pickup. Similarly, with Naomi Dutani, who has found a really good role for herself down the order of finishing off. She's been bowling well this year as well, I have to say. But with the bat, she's been contributing very nicely, striking nicely, and, and generally putting in some really good numbers as a finisher for Thunder. So I feel like this lower middle order is genuinely pretty good and, and certainly a huge upgrade on what they had before.
0: I think you can be flexible as well. I think Fran Wilson maybe is that player you bring in if you lose early wickets and um, maybe the kind of person you want to shore up in innings, but also, you know, can can play. Then you've got Tatani who can hit boundaries. Catherine Silverbrunt, you know, can hit, can hit a few boundaries as well. You know, you can pop a line, king up the order even. And just having Alexa Stonehouse there as well, who's, who's got some mobility with the bat. I think you just feel like you have a bit more versatility there and a bit more depth. And I think when you're approaching 100 innings, you really want Brian Smith and Lizelle Lee and Nat Silverbrunt to really go after it just gives you a, a little bit more flexibility. And also, I think it takes the pressure off um, off the big guns. I think it's much easier for, uh, for Nat Siverbrand and Humphrey core to go into this with some depth behind them. Previously, the Siverbrands have done a lot of the heavy lifting. Now, you know, they can fail and the Trend Rockets have an opportunity, have a pathway to winning the game. I think that's really important and, and you love what that middle order brings. And then with the ball there's there's lots of really fun options in this side as you mentioned Naomi Taney's been in good form that left armor I, I think specifically I, I'd like to see a bowl at the top of the innings she swings the ball a little bit left armor that's quite fun. And we'll get to the spin in a moment, but the seam attack is is quite nice and varied. You've got Katherine Sevibrant, Nat Sevibrant both operate, you know, either side of the innings. Bit of Naomi Dettany, Grace Potts, a promising young player. Just focusing on that seam attack for a moment. Again, experience, but also a little bit of diversity.
1: Yeah, I agree. I don't necessarily think that this is the strongest seam attack in the competition. But there is diversity there. There is experience there. And I feel like you can count on a lot of these cricketers to get the job done and contain and take wickets. And frankly, that's all you need, particularly with the strength of that batting lineup as well. I feel like you got a nice varied attack to work with here. Certainly in the scene department, I'm pretty happy of where they're at.
0: Yeah, and I think you know, you don't always have to have the most flashy seam attack in the world to win tournaments sometimes all you need a lot of you know experienced cricketers with some options at the top and some people who are really gun at the death and you know the Nats of a bronze and Catherine Silver can deliver at the death. You know that. And then I think it pairs really nicely with the spinner attack they have. Bryony Smith and um, bowled really, really well last year uh, in the hundred, actually. Bit of off spin. You've got Kirsty Gordon's slow left arm, maybe underdelivered slightly last year from what we might expect from Kirsty Gordon, usually. And then you then you've got Alana King, who is who is the gun in this attack. Australian leg spinner. I think she's going to be really, really key for this side, Charlie. Purely because you want to keep the silver brunt to the power play and the death, I think. And so having a a gun, wicket-taking option in those middle
1: overs can be really crucial. 100%. She's going to bowl a lot during the middle overs. But to be fair, I think any team that you put Alana King into, she is going to be a key player because she is just that good. But I think this year that's especially true because, of course, they lost Sarah Glenn. Mm. In the last couple of seasons, Glenn and King were very much part of that double-pronged leg spin attack. That was obviously so important for them. Glenn has now gone through London spirit, which means that Alana King is going to take up the mantle, you would imagine, as the sole leg spinner here. They've got Josie Groves as well, the young 18-year-old, who potentially might play. I'm not sure she will a great deal, although she's very talented and clearly full of potential. So you would think she will be very much the leader of this spin attack. Obviously, Gordon and Bryony Smith will contribute too, but Alana King, you will back to take a lot of wickets and really can. Tain during middle overs, there she's such a good cricketer. I, I just think she's going to be wonderful for them this year.
0: I I think she's fantastic, and you know you you need those gun players. I think to to win franchise tournaments, I, I think you do need a gun leg spitter My my maybe one concern about this bowling attack, and I think it's a little bit harsh. Obviously, you've got Catherine Severbrunt, Nat Severbrunt, Alana King. Those are your guns. I do think a bit of Brian Smith, bit of Naomi Dutani. Bit of Gus bit of Grace pots. You know, you like the options there. I, I just think maybe there's not quite that fourth absolute banker option you'd really love, at least on form the last couple of years. I'm really grasping at straws here, to be frank, um, because I think this side is very good. I do just wonder in the middle overs and maybe a bit in the power play as well, when you can't throw the ball to the Silver bronze, where are you going? That's my only concern. But but, but to be honest, I, I think it's quite a well-rounded attack and I, I struggle a little bit to to work out where the real issues with this side are.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's an obvious gaping floor here I think yeah I would agree maybe in an ideal world you would have another seamer. perhaps he's ready to slot into this team who you'd feel you know really confident about perhaps bowling through the middle a bit more but again I am kind of clutching at straws a little bit here that would be for me a nice to have rather than a need and I think there's quite a big difference between those two things so look this is a nice team I think it's very much improved from last year. I think they have done a very good job in the off season, and they come into this season looking for my money, the strongest on paper that the Trent Rockets ever have done.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I do think that a lot of this depends on Wilson, Datani keeping up their current form. If they come into this tournament full gung-ho, then you're looking at a fantastic side. If they fall off, are we having the same conversation about the Trent Rockets? We'll see. Then translating those, you know, county runs and those Rachel Rachel Hafer-Flint runs, Charlotte-Edward Cup runs into 100 runs, I think it's going to be absolutely crucial. So I do think that's one point we'll need to keep an eye on. Can they translate that to the 100? I don't see why they can't. Charlie, I look at this side and, you know, I'm not sure what's missing. Loads of experience. Um, You know, you you like the depth of the batting. They have a few bowling options. I I think this is a contender. Uh, I I don't know if they're the best team in the tournament, but I think this is a contender. When you have this much experience and maybe not so many gaping holes, you feel pretty good walking into this tournament.
1: Completely agree with you. I think they've got a new coach as well, of course, in John Lewis, not that John Lewis, the other John Lewis. Um, But look, they've got so much experience here, so many players who know how to win you games. There aren't necessarily any players in this team, certainly in the starting 11 we've put together, who are just kind of there to make up numbers. That's not true at all. I think everybody in this squad can contribute to winning cricket matches. And when you have that, When you have experience, when you have form on your side, as some of these players do, there is no reason why you could not go all the way. So I don't think they're the best side necessarily, but I do think they're absolutely going to make the top three. I'd be surprised if they're not in the hunt for that, at the very least, because this is a strong team on paper.
0: In terms of players watching over, Kirsty Gordon, obviously not so great in the 100 last year, but we know the quality she brings to slow left armour. I think that she's going to have to step up this year for the Trent Rockets. We know she has the talent. We know she has the ability. You know, we're going to need to see better results this year. For me, with, you know, that kind of combinations of some part-timers, some less experienced options in that bowling attack to bring those final four to deliveries, she's my player to watch. I think she really needs, to, really needs
1: to come to the party this year. Charlie, who's your player to watch for Trent Rockets Women? I've already mentioned a little bit but Bryony smith for me is the one who i think could have a real shot at england duties potentially again if she has a really big season i think opening up lizelle lee which is what we imagine will be her role in this side she has a really really good platform there to kick on early go hard try and score a lot of runs early doors obviously her spin has been very very effective at the rockets as well i just think she has potential to be really really good all-round package for this side I do think those higher honours are very much within her reach once more so if she has a good season all bets are off
0: the Trent Rockets finally maybe getting away from our big talking boy of the last two years of that lack of domestic depth. We'll see how they get on. If you want to find out what we think of the other teams, we're doing a preview for every single men's and women's side for the twenty twenty three hundred on the feed right now. Trend Rockets men also available for you, and we've got loads more coming up at podcast hundred on Twitter is the place to be. But for now, thank you very much for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.